So as we learned yesterday, the Senate is advancing the $1 trillion bipartisan infrastructure proposal. Republicans voted for, for this thing. It was a 67-32 vote. It needed over 60 votes to be able to engage debate. Who knows what they're going to have when they come away with it. And Republicans like Speaker, uh, not Speaker, like Leader McConnell. There is a breakdown in leadership. Well, and that's where that off. Right. Thank you so much. Speaker McConnell, he voted for it. Todd Young, Indiana, he voted for it. Mitt Romney, Rob Porton, Lisa Murkowski, Lindsey Graham all voted for it. The question is, why are they voting for a proposal that is tied to a reconciliation bill which doesn't require any Republicans, is right now at $3.5 trillion, and doesn't necessarily focus on infrastructure. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Great to be with you. Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. The phone number, 833-468-8669. Tim Phillips joins us right now from Americans for Prosperity, based out there in Virginia, but all across the country, including right here in Indiana. Full disclosure, I've done work with AFP before. I'm doing work with AFP right now, but they focus on policy. And so when it comes to understanding what's in this infrastructure bill and the issues that many have with it, Tim Phillips has a great understanding. He joins us right now. We'll get into the Republicans that voted for this quote-unquote bipartisan bill, but let's start with that, that line. Is this, as you see it, a bipartisan bill that provides America with something worthwhile? No, Tony. Bipartisanship does not mean, oh, I'm going to support bad policy because it makes us feel good. This is a disastrous policy. They're talking about a trillion two, Tony, in this bipartisan bill. And it looks like less than 40% of that is going to be toward roads and bridges. It's a bad bill. They don't even know what's in it. I mean, literally, Schumer just came out a few minutes ago and tweeted and said, hey, there's a lot of talk that people have seen this. No one has seen the final product. And they've already voted to move forward on it with an initial vote to allow debate. And now they're thinking about or contemplating or probably going to do a vote sometime today that will, again, include 15 to 18 Republicans potentially. They need at least 10 to move forward a, a bad bill, and that's not bipartisanship. When you talk about it being a bad bill, as you see it, uh, are, and are, is this a view of fiscal responsibility or is this a view of improper application of funds what is it that you think would make americans say if they knew it oh yeah this is a bad bill americans don't trust congress and they really don't trust politicians you look at the pew or the the gallup polling and that's accurate and this is a reason why the 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 american public in a gut sense goes you know I, i know a lot of the spending in washington is bad but roads and bridges are kind of crumbling we got issues um that's probably a good thing for government to do but then Congress will turn around, and in the name of a popular idea, uh, infrastructure spending, they'll push through a trillion or two or three trillion dollars in spending, and very little of it actually has to do with what they say it does. And that erodes even further the trust of the public. So this bill, which we haven't seen yet, we're only getting glimpses of it, uh, but again, it looks like less than 40 percent of this bipartisan bill will actually be toward roads and bridges. The rest will be toward extraneous partisan wish lists, uh, mostly from the Democrat side, and then also uh, just spending unrelated to roads and bridges. And, and Tony, this comes in on top of 
over $6 trillion in spending by our federal government over the last 15 months. That's the greatest amount of expenditure uh, certainly in American history and probably literally in world history. So it's on top of that spending already. And we've seen a lot of the abuses that are being done with that money. Half a dozen states have given it to teachers unions as one-time bonuses, despite a lot of them, like in California, not even being in the classroom. So it's bad policy. Uh, it's money our nation doesn't have. We're already seeing inflation going through the roof, which hits working people, seniors on fixed incomes, young people. That inflation is being driven by overheated government spending. So it has an impact even beyond the wasteful individual programs. It's also driving inflation, which hurts our country as well. Now, let me break some of this down. Talking to Tim Phillips, president of Americans for Prosperity. Uh, the inflation conversation certainly would involve uh, spending, but it also involves the American people not being able to buy things when they've got a lot of money to spend on it because of the labor shortages and the other issues with supply chains. But when we talk right. about this bill, as broken down a bit by National Review, $40 billion in funding for bridge repair and replacement, $66 billion to modernize Amtrak and increase high-speed rail corridors, $55 billion to rehabilitate clean water systems, another $65 billion to expand broadband to millions of Americans, and then they add $7.5 billion for electric charging stations, $73 billion for clean energy transmission. There are a couple of things that I mentioned in there that make you want to pull your hair out. Then there are a couple of things mentioned in there where you're like, well, yeah, I'm down with that. So is it the idea that there is a conservative position that says we don't need any infrastructure spending? Or is there a conservative position, or, or, or I'm not even to say it that way, but a position from, from you guys or the people who favor economic liberty that there is a way to do this and here's the way to do it? Well, the way to do it is to reallocate the six-plus trillion I've already talked about that's been appropriated by the federal government in the last 15 months. Even the federal government can't spend that much money in such a short period of time. There's roughly a trillion of that that is unspent but appropriated. So it's a simple matter of going, hey, we're prioritizing roads and bridges because that is important to the country and, and maybe some broadband work, et cetera. Let's reallocate just 100 or $200 billion of that money that's already appropriated. Let's move that toward the genuine infrastructure needs of our nation rather than spending another trillion dollars that we don't have uh, and that is chock full, at least half of that or so, chock full of non-infrastructure related, simply partisan wish list, you know, government handouts or cronyism. That's what drives Americans crazy now, I, now, about I wanna, Congress and about the political process. I want to follow up on that because so often uh, you, you hear from people on the political right, like, like myself, and you hear from people about the political right, oh, they, they, they wouldn't spend on anything. Oh, it's just tax cuts, tax cuts, tax cuts. There are reasons to spend, but there has to be a way to pay for spending. That's the argument that, that either the political right does a very poor job of making or uh, nobody wants to listen to. That's exactly right. The $1.9 trillion that passed earlier this year, and this one was on a straight party line vote. It was all 50 Democrats in the Senate, Vice President Harris, and then Pelosi on a straight party line vote. That $1.9 trillion, it went for everything but infrastructure, roads and bridges. It went to literally bail out big spending states like Illinois, like California, like New York State, at the expense, by the way, of states like Indiana, which, while they're certainly not perfect, they're more fiscally well-managed 
they were penalized by that $1.9 trillion. So that's an example of government spending that pays off constituencies. I mentioned the teachers unions. I mentioned these big spending blue states like California, New Jersey, New York, et cetera. And now they turn around and go, hey, wait, we're going to hold hostage a couple of hundred billion after we just spent $1.9 trillion. We're going to hold hostage that money to fix the crumbling bridges that endanger your families and that hinder commerce rolling across Indiana to get to the other states you need to get to. That's what's wrong with this. And as free market folks, as conservative folks, we say absolutely roads and bridges are a core function of government. We want to move commerce, let, let families and businesses get out there. But they pair it with all sorts of handouts and, and goodies for their payoffs, their constituents, you know, their, their folks they like and their donors. And that's what drives Americans crazy. And these 15 or so Republican senators, 17 voted to move this bill forward a few days ago, the first step of it. They're giving into that at the wrong time in the name of bipartisanship. It's a bad idea. It's bad policy. And one last thing, Tony, on this. If they pass this, they're going to have a grip and grin photo op in the Rose Garden with Biden and Schumer and Pelosi and these Republicans who do this. That's going to strengthen the, 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 the bona fides, the, the credibility of these Democrats that, oh, my gosh, they are reasonable guys. Why, look, they just cut a deal with these nice Republicans. Then they've already said, hey, we're turning around the minute we get this deal with these kind of sucker Republicans, and we're going to do our own $3.5 trillion partisan jam it down your throats bill immediately after that. And by doing the bipartisan deal and giving them the Rose Garden photo op, you're going to strengthen their ability to then jam through an even more misguided, even more wasteful, and certainly far more leftist and liberal non-infrastructure-related bill right on the heels of it. Do you see what I'm saying there, Tony? Oh, the, oh that, so that, this, that this is going to further uh, strengthen the ability to have the reconciliation bill, which we know yes. is coming? I don't disagree. Yes. But now you, you bring up an interesting question because now we get into the politics of it, Tim. Tim Phillips of Americans for Prosperity joins us right now. You've got these 17 senators, Republicans, who voted for this, including the leader, Mitch McConnell. And let me target on one specific... My senator, Todd Young of Indiana, Yeah, the, he's yeah. running for re-election. The question is, did he just become a target? Did he just become vulnerable? And will you see groups target him and look for somebody to run against him? I do. I, I think about former President Donald Trump, and he came out and said, hey, it's a disastrous idea for these Republicans to do that. And the credibility of these Republicans in the Senate and House with so many Republican conservatives out across the country, it's already low, Tony. It just is. The trust level is low. It is what it is. Some of that is, is demagoguery. Some of it is well-earned distrust. By voting for this kind of misguided bill, the Republicans who do this, they further erode their own credibility and the trust that their own base needs to be able to have in them. And, and it's, so it's, this is a bad idea for these senators on so many levels. The policy is bad. The politics is equally bad on this. And I'm telling you, if they do this and, and Biden, Schumer, Pelosi pivot 24 hours later and go, hey, thank you guys so much, suckers. Here, here's the door over here. Okay, guys, we're, we're bipartisan. We, we love everyone. We're together. Now we're going to do this $3.5 trillion jam it on your throat partisan 
real gut punch towards socialism. These Republicans will have helped them do that. Tim Phillips, Americans for Prosperity, is where he is from. You can search him up, find him up, do all uh, the good things. Uh, Tim Phillips, I appreciate you taking the time. There's a lot more to get to. I'm Tony Katz.